We are live. Yet again. Still alive. Much to everybody's chagrin, I'm sure. So this evening, um, we're kind of going to do a week, two week in review look at what's been happening in the counter human trafficking uh, victim services world, as well as the rest of the masses out there that have some interest in the whole uh, war that's going on. Um, I wish I could lie to you and tell you that it's, you know, we've got some good things to say, but we really don't. Um, and as usual, we, we wish we did. We really wish that we did, but there's just not much that goes on that's, uh, worthy of compliment. Well, it actually that just depends on if you're in the Rainbow Guild or, or Rainbow and Butterfly Guild. Or... Yeah. Well, it, well, the thing is, I mean, obviously, the stuff that goes on, the real stuff that gets accomplished, is in the shadows, so it's not going to be public anyway. So, when we talk about it, we're talking about what is public. You know, the stuff that you're going to see advertised or reported. Um, come across your social media f- uh, feeds, etc. Um, and it's just sad. I mean, I, I don't know if you can hear it in, in mine and Shane's voices, but it, it's just exhausting. Uh, the stuff that we see are everybody just clamoring for money. It never ends. And, you, you know, you would think that you would hope, you know, you would hope and pray that somebody would look around and say, you know what, this isn't, this isn't right. You know, this, this isn't the way that we should be doing things, but you know, you just, you just don't hear any of that or see any of that coming from any of the public faces that have anything to do with, with uh, counter human trafficking or victim services or anything like that. Um, all turned into big business rather than you know doing what God put you here to do. Exactly, exactly. And you know, I I I can't speak for the whole world. I can't really speak for all of the U.S. But in, in these other countries where there are people who are engaged in rescuing people. Uh, let's let's take a famous one who's now become a Hollywood celebrity in the U.S. So that we, uh, the United States, went and corrupted him. But uh, say what now? Don't make me get sick. Yeah, no. Um, the shotgun preacher. Uh, he was in Africa, and he was doing what had to be done to rescue these kids from the warlords who were trying to turn them into children's soldiers and uh, and uh, sex slaves for the various militias, uh, guerrilla uh, militias that were uh, fighting. Uh, one guy, and and it was only when you know some reporter or other bleeding heart went over there and 
recorded a story and now he's a celebrity in the United States. But, you know, in a lot of countries, people who outside of the U.S., I should say, I mean, granted, there are some here, but in a lot of countries, you're not going to hear about what uh, what these rescue operators are doing. Uh, certainly, you're not going to hear about the the state run, the government run ones. Um, except as far as they need funding and they need public recognition that their tax dollars are being well spent. Um, but these, these uh, I don't want to call them rogue assets, but these, these real people who are taking skills or life experiences that they have and putting them to use to save other people, oftentimes at their own expense, uh, you just don't see it advertised, except in the United States where we turn every thing into an enterprise or a, or a Broadway production. And it's, it's sickening and it's disgusting. And it's about as low as you can get when you're out there making money hand over fist off of sufferings that you're stealing. I mean, really that's what it is. You're plagiarizing these people's lives, the hells that they've been through to make money. I mean, it doesn't really get a whole lot lower than that. I'm waiting for you to comment on that because I'm, I'm getting wound up over here. Yeah, but I'm trying to bite my tongue because I'm just going to end up exploding. <laughs> well, and th this is just where we're at people. I mean, we, we tirelessly are looking for like-minded individuals, people who we can get behind, people who we can support either in the field or publicly, um, people who do a, a good job, you know, at trying. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be our way. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything's even remotely like them. Just, just show us, though that you understand the gravity of the situation and that there are genuine people's lives at stake. They're not numbers on a board. They're not statistics in a graph. They're not sad stories that you can sell for money. They're people. If you're in this to help people, then shut the hell up about money and go help someone. Okay. If we can do it. Okay. And, and this is the one time, like, I think this is probably the first time that I'm actually going to tout us as an example, usually I'll throw in something like and say, you know, there are other people out there that do this, but I'm going to just use us as an example tonight. Um, I work a full-time job. I know Chains works a full-time job. We still go out. We lose sleep. We lose money. We put miles on our own cars. Uh, we buy bus tickets. We book rooms for training stuff. And we offer all of this no cost to anybody, not the victims, not the people who come to us to learn. It's all out of our own pockets. If we can do this as middle-class Americans who work in this economy and do what we do, then you can't tell me, you can't tell me, I'm going to laugh in your face if you tell me that you need all of these grants and all of these fundraisers to do anything. You're lying. You're lying through your teeth. What you want is a padded, cushy job, and you're making a living off of somebody else's suffering. And, you know, there's going to be a reckoning because there's a God who sees this, and he had several harsh things to say about people who made a living 
off of those who needed help. Well, remember what I told you the other night when we were BSing about something? Uh, yeah. thing that sets some of us apart is the simple fact that we work without a net. Yeah, exactly. There's no safety for us, guys. If, if, if we wind up losing something or getting in trouble, it's our money. It's us. It's our skin in the game. We're not, uh, you know, we're not sitting there saying, boy, we hope that this takes off to the point where we can quit our jobs. Yep. You know, and the reason we say that is because we actually heard that. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And, and I, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I, I guess tonight, you know, because of the fact of everything that's went on today. Yeah, just today. <laughs> and even what's went on this evening, which is comical. Yeah. Uh, but this has kind of got us, us both in, in somewhat of a mood. <laughs> I'm trying to be polite. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so you're you're going to get this of you know, I guess, yeah, we're going to, we're going to start, you know, we, we try very hard to not pat ourselves on the back for all the shit we do. We really do. We try very hard to not do that. But we get aggravated so much that people are, you know, we always used to joke around about people riding coattails. Yeah. You know, of course, you'll have people say, well, you guys are just jealous. Jealous of what? Well, but that's the thing. You know, we'll hear that. Well, you're jealous because these guys have this and these guys have this. They, you know, like I said, from 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 what I know, you know, the, the man on the cross didn't give a rat's ass about what people had. Yeah. I mean, honestly... If we're talking in those lights, the majority, not all, the majority of the public faces of the victim counter human trafficking movement would all have been shouting crucify him. I mean, that's just the way that they are. It's they're in this for money. They're in this for themselves. They want to keep a lifestyle. And we're going to say, you know, and, and it's not that we're comparing ourselves to the almighty, by any means, but we ourselves have been crucified, really, if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Well, hey, his disciples were, so it's not, it's as the master, so shall the servant be. So, yeah, there's, it's, it's a good comparison. Yeah. Because we have bucked against that system. We have, we have lost friendships. We have yeah. really caused a lot of harm in our own world because of the simple fact that we have morals. <laughs> yeah. And, and we know what's right and what's wrong, and we're not going to hide behind it. Yeah. The only thing we're going to hide behind is each other. <laughs> yeah. And, and guys, it's, it's the same across the board for pretty much all of us. Um, I've lost family members who don't talk to me anymore, really, because 
it's what I do is too dark and they think the world should be more full of light and hope and forgiveness. And they don't understand that the work we do is bringing hope. We just have to get really dark and dirty to do it. Um, I mean, I've been shunned by churches um, because, you know, there's, it's, it's not a world that they, that they want to hear about. Um, you're not really welcome around if that's your passion. Um, you know, you, in the, at the end of the day, when you work in this realm and you go to the level you play in the area that we do, um, and that those few others do as well. And I'm sure they would tell you the same thing if, if, you know, if they were speaking, um, you, you end up not having friends. You, you end up with your brothers, your family. Um, you build a you family know, as, out of this. You know, as we were told, you know, about us having these unrealistic expectations. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, um, one thing that we will say is there's a lot of NGOs out there that have came to us. Um, they didn't know how to take those first steps. Either that or they took those first steps and then they ran into some kind of a, a roadblock and didn't know how to get around it or what to do. And, you know, we were there. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I mean, we, we want to see because our goal, because our heart, our passion, our, our mania, if you want to call it that, is is to see human trafficking ended to work ourselves out of a job and for there to be no more victims. We want to help other people who have that heart to reach those goals, however that may be, which is why, you know, you'll hear. And, and, and one other thing, the reason we keep repeating ourselves is because it's easy when we go off on these rants and spiels for it to sound like the whole game is about us. So we have to keep putting those things out there to keep this into perspective because you've got to remember we're seeing the world through a very specific lens. So when we talk, we're saying we and the collective as in we all who do this and understand the reality, not just us, but not just saints, not just chains, not just crusaders, but all who understand the gravity and the reality of this. So understand that in that context because I think it will help everybody – get at what we're trying to get at and keep me on the same page. But that said, um, we want to see these groups who have this kind of heart be able to succeed and succeed based on their strengths, succeed based on their heart, succeed on based on what brought them to this. But when they betray themselves, see, that's the problem. That's what kills us. I would say, uh, Chains that we never really get angry, even when it becomes personal against us. We're angry that they lost what brought them to the dance because well, yeah, they lost sight of it. Lost sight yeah. of it completely. It's, we all know, and it's it's been said a million times, you know. And and we're going to go right back to it. Money is the root of all evil. Yeah. And yep. these we've seen so many that they sell themselves. It, it's just that simple yeah no. and, and in all reality they're becoming what we're supposed to be fighting 
Yeah. Yeah, they've become the very thing that they set out to fight. And 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 the thing that that I would say hurts us and and I use that term loosely, but it hurts us the most is how fast some of them lose it. Um, you know, you, you see so much potential. You know, you see these places where you're just like, you know, you cheer on like, yay, another person's joining the ranks. You know, we've got a got somebody who can fill this spot, be it a safe house, be it victim aftercare, you know, be it street outreach, awareness, a really cool idea for how to get this information out to people, um, you know, all the way up to someone who wants to do investigations and rescues. And they've just got that 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 heart and that drive in them. And, you know, you, you, you look at that and you see so much potential because, you know, it's many think they can do it. Few are chosen. And then of those few, you know, you're just you're just hoping that they stay because every time one of us takes a place in this in this rank, it's a phalanx, guys. It's a it's that old uh, Roman and Greek style of warfare. We're shield to shield. You know, one man turns and leaves and you've got a gaping hole. I mean, how many times have we run into that where we had somebody and we need them placed, but we didn't have anywhere to place them because the safe house was no longer safe because they fucking advertised. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know I, and this is i I'm, I'm sorry you just understand people that this is the frustration because this is a team effort there is no savior there is no messiah in this game we are shoulder to shoulder with brothers each man is only as strong as his shield brother and when your shield brothers end up turning around and stabbing you in the back because they don't like the way you're holding your shield or the battle cries you're shouting you understand why this gets to us because we're in this, we're supposed to be in this for the victims. And when you're so busy destroying the battle line to where victims are dying and these things continue happening and people aren't getting help and they go right back into the clutches of what we just got them out of. And they go back more messed up in the head than when we got them out in the first place. I mean, it's, it's, it's enough to drive you mad. It really is. It's enough to just give you that little push over the edge. Which, you know, which we've always said that, you know, where we're, where we come from anyway, you've got to be in that realm anyway. Well, of course. I mean, you've got to be, you know, be off kilter to do certain aspects of this. And, and we know that, but, but we, that, we we encourage it. We feed each other's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but when you, you people don't understand how bad that it tears us up when we see people. Like you said, they lose their way. They they sell out to. I, I don't want to sit there and and be the the person that's doing the, you know, oh, you know, the, the man's going to get you kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. but, but when you are putting yourself out there because you're going to do whatever you have to do to, you know, to get the money in the door, to get the notoriety, you know, what good are you? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and... you might look good on a poster, you might look, you know, you're, you're that smiley face. Hey, that's great. You know, um, but 
also remember that the 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 people that that thrive in the gray area are the ones that saved your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and here's another thing to think about. I mean, the Bible says it. Satan presents himself as an angel of light. All these people presenting themselves as angels of light for your money, whose side are they really on? <laughs> well, you know, it's just that. People are saying, you know, well, God has blessed us to bring us all this money. <laughs> God has blessed us to for our organization to grow. And you know what you I really, say to that, Haas? You really think that that's who's doing it? Yeah, because if that was the case, why weren't the disciples millionaires? Why were they walking around with one suit of clothes, wa- walking from place to place? No money. Why? Then you explain to me. When they had the king, uh, God of gods walking among them, why were all of them having to sleep on the side of the road, no place to, no homes? Why, 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 why is that then? Explain that to well, me. You know, we, we used to joke around a lot of, you know, you could always tell a good mechanic because his cars didn't run that great. <laughs> you know, you could always tell a person that was a good body and painter because their stuff didn't look that great because they spent all their time taking care of everyone else. Yep. You know? It, it was, I mean, it, that, that was a lot of it, you know, you, you, it, it's that thing, you know, you want that soldier that's all beat up and tattered because you know, he's been through the war. Yeah. You know, that guy that shows up, that's all nice and shiny. He ain't been tested yet. Yeah. Yep. And if I can put that into perspective, just without naming any names, but there are individuals within our organization who have, foregone postponed and pushed back um, medical procedures that they needed because they could not, they wouldn't allow themselves to step out of the ranks. The war was undergoing and their, their own physical health. Nope. It's, it's, it's secondary to the, to the cause. So you understand that this is the kind of mindset that we're talking about. These are the examples that we have within our own ranks that all the rest of our guys are told that's the kind of madness we want you to have, <laughs> you know, and obviously, you know, we want our guys to take care of themselves, but it's, you know, it's, it's secondary, that kind of uh, fanaticism. You give of yourself. Yeah. That's what it is. That's why we were put on this planet. Yeah. You know, that's what we're here for. Yep. And, like I said, and, and frustration hit a lot with us. You know, um, we, uh, you know, we, we, we troll everybody on. on <laughs> you know, um, but we see these things where it's just completely ridiculous. You know, it's like, where did this stuff possibly come from? Yeah. You know, we get people that don't know the difference between somebody that's being trafficked and somebody that's not, you know, you get this stuff of where, you know, somebody's fishing on, on for information with a text message and people think it's a trafficking scam. Yep. You know, uh, I mean, those kind of things that if people were, were more aware of what's going on, which granted, it's kind of cool. Oh, that's a trafficking thing. You know, at least people were alert to 
this stuff happens. Right, the possibility and so on, yeah. The fact that they didn't have a clue what they were looking at. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you could have if you paid attention to some of the people that are out there trying to show you. Yep. You know, that that's a huge issue. There's so many people out there that can and they they just they refuse to because they're still sheep. Yeah. You know, which that's not, that's easier to be. You know, it's so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Don't who cares? You know, there's you're, you're in a herd. Go where the herd goes, eat where the herd eats. We were in one of those uh one of the uh social media sites. Basically a they, chat room. <laughs> I mean really, that's what it was. Well, we were in that one social media site, and they uh, were talking about, uh, oh, what was that, about a, a bar or something that was opening? Yeah, a club. A club. A club that was opening and how it was so horrible and and all this evil because it was based off of, well, you know, it was based off of a, a, a men's magazine at one time, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, so it's, it's completely evil, you know, no matter what, it's completely evil in these people's eyes, you know, and it's like, well, let's break it down. Let's analyze what the problem really is, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'll be honest, years ago, I'd be sitting there saying, well, the reason is, is because you wouldn't get hired there. Yeah. I mean, how I used to be, you know, like I said, in my past past uh, experiences, that's what it'd be. It's like, well, you know, yeah, you're pissed off because you're not going to get that. You know, you're going to, you know, you're not going to be one of them that gets called on. You're going to, you know, you, you're not, you don't fit the, the, uh, um, uh, what the hell's the word I'm looking for? I, I know what you're looking for. You ready? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Bitch, you too ugly to swing from a pole. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> I mean, tell me I'm wrong. That's what you were looking for. Oh, I was trying to be polite. But, you know, I mean, you run into that a lot. You know, it's like there, there's, you know, people would always say that. And and it's like, well, no, I just, you know, it, it's, you know, you're uh, – See, why am I losing all my words tonight? Because uh, there's so much that we talked about putting in this podcast beforehand. You, you know, you're object, objectifying? I didn't even think of what the word I'm looking for. Well, what, what they're, 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 taking, they're taking this concept, okay? And I get it. There have been abuses and everything. I mean, you could look at any any business, whatever, and there's been an abuse in the past, okay? Everybody, though, is looking at these... Uh, I mean, they're just called gentlemen's establishments, gentlemen's whatever clubs. Um, okay. And, and yeah, there's going to be females there and yeah, there's going to be, you know, sexually provocative actions and so on going on strippers and so on, but understand something, two things that are very important. Um, one, except for the rare case, and I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but it is rare. It's like, unicorn level rare these establishments that have mainstream brand names that are you know trademarked and that are owned and licensed and run through the state and pay their taxes and everything else 
they're not, and I'm going to repeat this again slowly so that the sheep out there that were chewing loudly can hear me. They are not human trafficking or sexual exploitation facilities. Okay. Are, okay. That's aside from the moral issue, which that's a whole other subject, but they are not facets or human trafficking entities. Okay. Those girls get paid a lot of money to be there and do what they do. Nobody's and putting the no, gun. Go ahead. Oh, that's the thing. Like you said, nobody's putting a gun to their head. Yeah. They can come when they want to. They can leave when they want to. Okay. What they do at those facilities is a matter of free will and their choice. Don't demonize it by calling it human trafficking. And the reason that we're rabid about this is because you are convoluting the issue. You are taking away attention that should be placed on the little three-year-old boy that's being pounded on by the 250-pound man. And you're putting it on somebody who's getting dollars shoved in a G-string. Okay? I don't care if you have some kind of social conscious whatever about that stuff. That's a separate issue. Don't tie it to human trafficking. Okay? You're, you're, you're dishonoring and being disrespectful to the real victims of human trafficking out there. The ones who can't get away. The ones who don't have a voice. The ones who are being mutilated. Okay? Secondly, okay, with those types of facilities, all right, don't turn them into an issue where you can tout the social agenda, okay, because that's really all you're wanting, okay? You're using things, you're using issues, serious issues, like actual sexual exploitation and actual human trafficking to go about and promote some social thing that you're trying to push, okay? I don't care what it is. All right. I really don't. You know, society's dying anyway. We all die. It's every society's died since time immemorial. The United States isn't going to be around that much longer. We're rotten to the core. We're just kind of imploding right now. It's all a mess. So really all of that, whatever. I don't care. We're, it was all swirling the drain. It's all going to be flushed anyway. Cause uh, I know a few of us who are going to still be there standing when the ash is clear, but uh, you know, don't try and promote or push some little agenda you've got that makes you feel good and tickles your whatever to put it on human trafficking. Okay. Again, disrespectful, very disrespectful to true victims out there. And that was what we saw this week as part of somebody trying to post to a human trafficking specifically designated human trafficking social media page. They tried to push their agenda and turn the attention away. And of course, you know, the comments I was reading and everything, I just was hoping I would find somebody on there who was like, hold up, time out. What does this have to do with human trafficking? Not one. Everybody on there, and, and granted, you know, take this for what it's worth. I'm not, I'm not saying anything by it. So if somebody wants to jump on it, go ahead. I'll meet you in the comments section. We'll, we'll have fun. Um, it was all women who were commenting in on this too. They all had something to say that was absolutely illogical based on what the article actually said um, and made no reasonable sense whatsoever based on the concept of the topic. But in the long run, 
it did exactly that. It took away from any type of actual good conversation that could have been had about actual human trafficking if someone had posted an actual human trafficking related article instead of trying to push some agenda saying that this was sexist and this was gender discrimination and oh by the way yes it's also sexual exploitation and human trafficking because you paste those two terms on there and suddenly nobody's going to dare say anything against it well you guessed wrong one of our teammates chains no less actually said something so uh that that is yet to see how that goes but anyway that's the end of my rant there that's just nervous that's that's my nervous tick i feel better now so your turn and you know we we're big about this issue of you know we choose and it's us because we choose it to not do the the circus sideshow yeah you know that's what we choose um because you know that's what we you know that was what we saw that that's the way we look at this whole picture and that we don't need to be this you know we just need to stay who we are and we don't need to have all this huge notoriety we don't need patted on the back for every little thing we do. You know, that's why you don't hear us talking about, well, you know, we did this today, or we did this, or we did this, or we did this. You know, you don't hear that. Um, you know, there, there's a uh, there's a public speaker that was a, a victim turned survivor who uh, posted onto a, a site tonight because he was in a, uh, a Midwestern town uh, doing a uh, speaking for some big party. Another uh, one of those parasites. Yeah. Anyway, uh, carry on. And was, you know, it was, oh, these people are so great and they're the only ones that can do this and donate to them. And it's like, well, yeah, the reason you got to donate to them is because they paid your ass to come in town. They did this, they did this, and they did this. So, people, your don- your money you're donating is not going to trafficking victims. You know, that is another huge, huge issue we have when these people are just handing money away. Yes. It's not going to help a victim. You're paying people salaries. This is shit we've said before. You know, you paid... You paid a keynote speaker's airfare. You paid for his hotel room. You know, those are that's where your hard-earned money's going. Yep. You know, ask them if that money you're handing them is going to pay for somebody's bus ticket to get them to a different state. Ask them if it's that. You know, ask them, is this money going into a gas, into somebody's gas tank so they can transport somebody from point A to point B? Yeah. You know, is this going to get these people the, the items they need? You know, is, is it going to buy their food? Is it going to do that? You know, well, no, we got to talk to our board about that first. You know, <laughs> you know like I said, you're, you know, you're not going to put on here, a, and, and we know
because immediately we dug in to try to find out some more stuff. But, you know, you're not going to post. Somebody just gave us $40,000, and then you look, and they're putting on a party that costs $40,000. Yep. I mean, that's the thing. And, and in that case of what I noticed was that money came from a city who can't even take care of their own goddamn roads. Yep. And they basically yep. paid for some party. And then the, yeah. the comical thing, as I was as I was talking to you earlier about, was, you know, I'm getting off work and I busted up a transaction while these guys are over here in another part of the same town have yep. a party. Yep. And by transaction, guys, he does mean a human trafficking scenario. Um, that's, yeah. So that's, that's just on, on his, that's just on the way home from his day job. So we haven't even hit our evening yet. We're just doing this first. Anyway. Yeah, but you know, those are the things that we look at and it's like, this shit goes on right under these people's noses, but the way they, they, uh, their marketing team works, you know, they, they've got everyone thinking that they're just the greatest thing since sliced bread when they don't even know how to slice it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's good. I like that. Uh, yeah, no. And you know, and those and here, are things that set us off so bad. Yeah. Well, you know, you think about it, think about how much we respect, uh, respect we would have had. I mean, th- this podcast would have gone a completely different way. If that particular prominent speaker had gotten on this social media page and said, you know what, all the money that they would have paid me to come down and speak, all of it I'm covering out of my own pocket, my own traveling expenses, and all the money they would have paid me, I'm putting right back into this organization. Whether or not we love or hate the organization, I'm putting it all back into this organization so that victims can utilize these funds. I'm here so that people can understand and, and, and open their eyes to the realities of human trafficking. I mean, how much respect would we have had for that individual? How much good would we have had to say about that if that had been the case? Well, yeah, I mean, and, and even some of the others, you know, some of the other major players that are out there. Uh, well, we'll take, you know, I, and I, I very rarely do this, but, uh, you know, you'll have what, the Defender Foundation. Yes. You know, um, the, the founder had some trouble when, you know, in, in his earlier years, and, and he made some huge mistakes. Uh he must have been doing something right because he built quite an organization up to rescue people. Yes. In turn, he must have been doing something right because he pissed enough people off that they went after him and dug up some skeletons out of his closet. Mm-hmm. And they made him out to be the worst person in the world. Yeah. Happens all the time. You know, um, that's why we try to be so transparent. You know, I'm the first person to say that I bad shit. Mm-hmm. Some of the other guys in, in the same thing, you know, they're, they're, they have no problem with owning up to some of the shit they've done. You know, you have uh, Bishop Rescue. Yeah. You know? The man wears a mask to hide his identity, you know, because of some of the shit that he's had to deal with in his past. Yep. You know? But you don't see them going out there saying, 
basically feed me, feed me, feed me. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no massive fund drives. I mean, those two organizations that he just mentioned, guys, those are two of the, the heavy hitter big dogs that run in the same world we do. And they're good guys, good at what they do. And the one that's really making a big stir right now is this Veterans for Child Rescue. Yeah, it's yeah. One that's really making a big splash because now he's, you know, they're making movies and they're doing all of this and they're doing all of this. Um, you know, what people don't realize is, um, you know, there's some skeletons in those closets too. We've all got them. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, you know, but you get some of them that these guys shouldn't be doing. It. Yeah. Well, you know, just, just for, for that, for that group, just go listen to some of the stuff they give themselves away. Cause they're one of those ones who are making a business out of human trafficking. They're, they're those ones who do nothing, talk big and take your money for it. So, and, well, and, we always bark about people that are fraudulent and, and this, and this, and this, you know, there's a, there's another organization, a, a kid's organization, um, uh, center for search, search, center for search investigation. Yep. Uh, based on a certain age group of kids when they come up missing. Mm-hmm. The founder of that military veteran, uh, Keith, Biker, you know, great guy, rough and tumble guy, um, built this foundation up, build it, build it, build it, really had a great system going. Uh, but a couple of people that, that had joined his organization, you know, well, you know, he wasn't all frilly. He was rough around the edges, you know. He was a, a very no-nonsense person. And some of the people he brought along just didn't like it. So they went on a, I mean, they went out trying to lynch him to the point where he had to actually step back away from his own organization just so it could thrive. Mm-hmm. Because they were just, they were, they were headhunting so bad. And he looked at it, a greater good is going to be for him to step back. So his organization can survive. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't help but respect the man for that. Yeah. You know, because yep. he knew what he built is making a difference. You know, um, but you know, I, I saw one the other day on on a social media page where one of these guys from one of them organizations, not one that we promoted, but um, had his daughter on there making making a, a, a video and uh, um, you know and she's throwing out these statistics of all these people they've helped and in the middle of her sentence she goes well wait wait a minute indirectly we've helped <laughs> she well, she threw out how the whole organization cooks the books yeah it's like <laughs> Well, well, wait a minute. What do you mean indirectly? You know, well, then it was, well, we, we understand that, you know, one pedophile will have 25, 30, whatever she rattled off victims 
for his cycle. So if you take out one, then that means you've rescued this many. It's their way of looking at it. Uh-huh. You know, a human trafficker, you know, one human trafficker would have X amount of victims. So that means we saved this many. You know, it's like, you know. <laughs> let's, let's, let's run ours by those numbers because I'm really curious to see how many we've rescued then. Well, but this is what I'm saying, you know, when you see the things like that, and and most people, what I noticed as I was, was looking at all the comments, that blew right past everybody. Yep. You no, know, because they were looking at the frilly side of it. They weren't, you know, the, the meat and potatoes of the, of the actual sentence and, and conversation that was going on, just people got swayed right past it. Yep. And so you sit there, you know, and that goes back to, I made a joke the other day about the, a picture that I saw where it was, these kids were, you know, we rescued these kids from human traffickers. And I'm seeing a picture with a bunch of kids in their school uniforms. You know, and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, anyone I know, the, the kids weren't dressed the greatest. They, uh, they weren't all wearing, you know, with, matching clothes and matching lunch boxes and you know it's like you know don't or say this just happened last week you know because big smiles yeah those of us that are in this game know better you know yeah you might pull the wool over everybody else's eyes which is what they're doing yeah and then but the rest of us are sitting there going what the fuck you know yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah what um, kind of what kind of amateur hour photoshop job is this yeah well and that's why you'll hear us make those jokes about watching the circus you know yeah there's there's a young lady across the water that uh is really really pushing uh, about a lot of pedophilia issues um just abuse period um, it's Fiona that's what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and you know she's getting attacked constantly you know and, and just because she's trying to stand up for what's right yeah you know but she had some problems with some big names you know uh, like like the one dude in the Midwest that you know survived a, a satanic issue you know mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they claim that, oh, it's all made up. You can't make up that kind of shit. <laughs> no. Well, especially not when you and I went and actually uh, backtracked some of these places where some of the stuff that he talked about occurred. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen it. Of, yeah, there's a lot of things out there, you know. But, and, you know... I, I like to stress to people because they had that thing of uh, what was that out in Arizona where they found that that bunker or whatever. It was. Oh yeah, that line of bull thing about what they kept calling them rape trees and things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'll tell you that right there tells you that they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they're trying to sell a line, is what they're trying to do. If you shock and awe people with, oh my God, there's rape trees. Yeah. Yes. 
I mean, that's. I'm at the issue of, okay, do me a favor. Describe it, Jimmy. Yep. Tell me what that looks like, please. Please tell me what that looks like. (laughs) You know, it's it's like that joke where everybody says, well, he looks gay or he looks like a pedophile. Well, really, tell me what that really truly is. You tell me. You're such a pro. You tell me exactly what that is. Yeah. Yep. You know. And the hilarity is, is that, I mean, I've got, I've got friends in the, uh, in the border patrol, the, you know, federal border patrol. And, you know, I'm like, I, I ran a couple of things past them. I'm like, okay, so just, so, just so that I'm not crazy. Okay. If, if I'm going to send you a couple of photos and you look this over and you tell me if this is what this is, a rape tree, you know, yada, yada. They're like, no, that's a way station for people being ferried across the border by coyotes. Uh, there's, you know, there's, there's no rape trees. That's not a thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm getting at. You know, it's like, you know, there's, you can, you can always tell because those of us that know get so offended. Yeah. By all stupid shit that goes on, you know? Uh, I mean, um, it, it's it's just it, it's ridiculous mm-hmm. that we even have to be having these kind of conversations. Well, exactly. I mean, that's that's the whole point. I mean, it's like we have this podcast to express why are we having this podcast? You know, this this is ridiculous. And we've had to have several of these that are devoted to just this, not where we just make a comment in passing. It's like, why, why this, this is first grade stuff. When you come to this, this is know your enemy stuff. This is, this is take some time and actually learn. Don't think that because you were a big dick in the locker room in the middle East or wherever else that that somehow makes you God among men. When you come to this side of the country, doesn't mean a thing. Learn from somebody who's been there who cares who it is? It doesn't have to be us. Go find a detective who's worked human trafficking cases in Los Angeles or Chicago or New York. Find an FBI agent who devotes their time. Go someplace where they know what they're talking about and learn. Your ego is the only thing getting in the way. Your ego and your love of money. And you're killing people because of it. Because honestly, if you step up to this plate and you come to this fight, and you come to this unprepared because you willfully chose to not learn or you willfully chose to let your ego or your love of money get in the way, their blood is on your hands. End of story. There's no getting around that. I don't care what you can say, prove otherwise. Their blood is on your hands. You better learn because this, this game you play for life. You're playing for lives. You're playing for souls. So don't come to this for money or for your ego so that you can brand and sell yourself on the internet or to big speaking engagements or whatever, because you are no de- you're lower than a trafficker at that point. A trafficker is at least honest about what he's doing. You, you're lying. I love it when you get in these moods. Uh, I've, it's hard not to, when you open and you're like, please God, one good story today, just, just to, one nice thing that's happening on the, on the national or the global front of human trafficking. And when you get assaulted with this stuff every time, somebody, you know, wearing a T-shirt with their handle on it, someone promoting the fact that they rescued people when all they did was click share to a poster, somebody talking about the huge grant that they just got that's going to give them a new house that they don't have anybody in, 
Uh, I mean, on and on and on and all of this. And, and there's no end to it. No end. And you just, you just, you're praying when you get up, just please one good story. That's all I want. And you just realize how very much alone you are in this. And when you're already alone from just what you do anyway, I mean, just, just the magnitude of your friends are stabbing you in the back, your so-called friends, the so-called people who should be allies and people who should know what they're doing should know better. And here they are being Barnum and Bailey three ring, trying to get as many tickets sold to their freak show as possible. So they can retire and drive around in a brand new Mercedes. I mean, it's just, is is there is is there no thought? Is there no conscience? Well, it's losing sight. That's what it all boils down to. It's just losing sight. Yeah. Because you're not. Well, as we've made mention before, there's more money to be made fighting human trafficking. Yeah. And I'm not saying to actually fight it. What I'm saying is there's more money coming in to the anti-trafficking world than what the trafficking world is even making. Yep. And they can say, well, you know, it's whatever the hell they came up with this month, you know, for, for how much it's being, you know, it's this many million, whatever, you know. Um, you know, look around at all these orgs that are out there that are getting all of this, you know, and, and I'm, I'm telling you, it doesn't, it doesn't take that much funding to get, to pull someone up and get them on the right path. Yep. You know, um, you know, it, it, it's that thing, the, the gates of hell are open. Anyone can fall yeah. in. Anyone can fall in. You have to know how to crawl and pull yourself back up. Yeah. And when you can't do it yourself, it's wonderful when someone's there to grab you and pull you out. That's the greatest thing in the world. And that's also somebody giving up themselves. Yeah. But it has to be, we can't do this unless we have this, you know. And granted, we've, we've done that to people that we have pulled out of situations. You know, we've actually said to them, you know, help us. You know, pull, pull someone else out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You, you were there. You were in a stable. You know, look, look how you felt because somebody helped you. Reach out yeah. to someone else. Do the pay, pay it forward, you know. Reach out mm-hmm. and help someone else. You know, because as we've seen, you know, a, a lot of times these people will get played. You know, um, remember it wasn't that long ago we uh, received a phone call from a uh, news reporter that uh, yeah was involved in in a deal where they uh, you know the, the organization just kept funneling money to to a gal. Mm-hmm. And what they were doing, she was, she was just eating them up. <laughs> yeah, milking them. Yeah, and they were like, "Well, we we 
you know, can can you step in? Well, why? You guys are handling it, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know. We were watching them sink. You know, we were watching them because they thought they were talking a walk and they knew everything. Yep. We don't know everything. And that's why we don't get in a lot of situations, you know. After, mm-hmm. we stay completely the hell away from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God God bless aftercare people who know, who know what they're doing and do what they should because – that that takes a special kind of person, and I don't. I wouldn't know the first thing about it. I don't want to know the first thing about it. <laughs> That's why. I mean, yeah, it's like you. You know, you want. You know, you want uh, fire and brimstone. I'm all for it. I'm there. But you know, it, handling somebody with kid gloves and getting them back on back on the right path. You know, I, I can. You know, I can bulldoze the door open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and I can walk them through it, but I ain't got a clue what to do once they get on the other side of it, you know? Yeah. And that's how all of us guys are, you know? It, it's We yeah. know, you know, and we joke around all the time about staying in your lane, and we, we made, the you know, we'll make the remarks of, well, you know, we pretty much should take over the whole track. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's because we are fast. You know, we are very multifaceted. But in those issues... We still know our own weaknesses, yeah. Yeah, and we know that we can't do this. So we we already have the plan in place. It isn't an issue that we're, you know, running around saying, well, we can do this and this and this and this and this. So pay me, yeah. You know, it was was like that one, you know, that one organization that said, well, if you bring somebody into us, you know, give us a heads up and tell tell us that you're bringing in a fruit basket, you know. Yeah, we just pulled out of a situation a fruit basket. Yeah, yeah, code code name fruit basket. Yeah, I don't think so. How about just like the like that one group? You know, like the you know the one group of you know they have to cast out the bad spirits before they bring anybody in. Oh, don't even get me started on that one. I've already had two rants tonight. Well, you know, I like doing that. Uh, I know you do. You yeah, but but I mean, really seriously. It's like, you know, come on. Really? Yeah. You know, you know uh, remember the, the one phone call I got that one time where Gal says, well, you guys are playing with people's lives, and then their mistake was the one that got people killed. Yep. And you know, literally killed. If Three. They, if they would have just listened, you know. Yeah. That was the same outfit that knew about a baby getting molested and wouldn't give up any information because their pride got in Yep. Uh, you know, it had to be boring out about it. And, and I'm, you know, and that's the thing. In this, you can't be a glory hound. Sure, you can do it and you can be good at it. And I'll say that with us. Yeah, we're damn good at what we do. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's that simple. There's that but. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you know, we, we use it as an example because honestly, we feel like we have a really good template for this type of thing. And it's not that we have it perfect. It's just, we found a way that works and it may just work for us. But again, we have people from so many different walks of life and skill sets and so on that it, it works across all the boards. So this is why 
we promote it in such a way. People can take the idea and tweak it as they want to, but you understand that within our organization, I mean, we've done, we've worked with pretty much every three letter federal agency that exists. One, some that don't, that pretend they don't exist. We, but the whole alphabet soup, we've worked with everybody from your local cops all the way to special investigations for the federal government. We've worked stuff that goes international. We've worked stuff that falls into specific categories of wartime related crimes and so on. It's, it's, this is the kind of things that we've worked and not worked as in, Hey, you know, we'll, we'll check something out on Google and get back with you. Worked as in we've been there on the ground with these guys doing this stuff. Many times we were ahead of them because that's just, we've been blessed in that way to have that kind of a team. But, you understand that none of, you'll never see any of our names in any reports, in any anything. And we say that purposefully. There are there have been a few times where a couple of of people have said, Hey, you guys, you know, you guys want to add into the report or you guys want to come to the news conference or whatever else. Our answer is always the same. No. No, because it is not about us. It is not about anyone who joins this game. And this is why we, we actually posted or actually chains posted as a, as the beginning question. Um, uh, what was it? Two weeks ago now, three weeks about whether even survivors, former victims, what if they should be compensated for giving back, you know, should they be uh, paid for giving services, speaking, coming on a team or whatever else. And you understand that, that while there's something where you could, you could see why certain people might feel that way, at the end of the day, it comes down to if you're in a rescue position, if you're in a situation or, or, or uh, uh, facet where you have made the determination of your own free will to help people up, as Chance was saying, to help them up from the, from the maw of hell, from hell's mouth, are you going to be the, co- the, the lifeguard who hollers cash or credit before you throw that life buoy? Is that what you're going to do? Because if that's the case, then, you know, you're, you're basically, you're part of the, you're part of hell's spawn. Who's making fun of someone who's drowning. I mean, really that's what that does. It mocks them. It's, it's my, my skills and services. I am so highly trained a lifeguard. I'm so highly trained a rescue operator. I'm so highly trained. I've been through experiences. I, in fact, I nearly drowned myself once. That's why I know what it's like to drown. So I know exactly where you are, but in order for me to uh, use those life skills and use those things that I've done to assist you, um, is that going to be cash or credit today? Yeah. And this is where we're at. This, this is literally, I mean, that's literally what they're doing. They can couch it in whatever terms or be as sneaky about it as they want, but that's what they're doing. You got me going again. Dang it. Well, but that's what we see with, with a lot of these organizations, especially places that have like these safe houses, you know, and, and they'll have their programs and all of this. But, but here's my thing. If they're, if they're receiving their government grants, why do they need donations? Because they need to drive a new car. But, but that's what I'm saying. You know, if you're getting donations, why do you need grants? I mean, yeah. you know, it's, and, and I'll go right back to what I always say. Give it yourself. Yeah. You know, if, if what you're doing truly meant that much to you, you'll go without in order to provide mm-hmm. for someone else. That's what you do. 
So, I, I mean, and, you know, I always say, you know, God gave you free will. You can make those choices. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you chose to, you know, and, and that's the thing that I, that I get so burnt out about is they're choosing to look the other way and go the easier route. And we all know what happens when you take the easier route. Yeah. 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 And, you know, again, come back to it. If, I, I mean, we say this so often and, and we're, we're trying to make sure that everybody understands that we get that not everyone is built for that kind of speed. We built that. We, we understand that not everyone's built to be at this level. It takes time. It takes years. I mean, it takes, it, it, if you ever get a chance to meet any of us in person, you get to hear our life's journeys, what brought us to this crusade. And, and all of us are completely open with our life stories as to how we got here. Um, I mean, I, I must stories, but yeah. Say that one more time. I said some of the stories are pretty scary. Yeah, no, very true. Very true. I mean, some of us, you know, I, I don't have, I have one of the blander ones of the, of the guys that brought us to it. I mean, mine, mine, my, uh, some of them could be made into movies. There's no getting around that. (laughs) Yeah. No joke. No joke. But I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, where everybody's going to have a journey that's going to bring them to that place. So, Again, we just ask people, we ask, ask the people who, whose heart is there, whose heart is to be a part of this, to, to be honest with themselves. If you're not there yet with your journey, you know, it's okay to step back. It is. We'd rather you step back and, and assess yourself than stand there in the shield wall with a cardboard cutout and expect to be of any help at all. That was kind of cool. Good analogy. <laughs> well, it's not. It's the same speech you give to everybody that comes to us. It's the same speech that we give to anybody who even wants to be part of the Crusader Foundation. Comes to us about getting involved with one of our three branches. I mean, it's it's really really. I was just putting a few extra words in there, but it's 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 always know yourself first. Because if you're going to be in this for other people, you've got to be sure of yourself that you're in this for others. If you're just getting caught up in the glory of it, the excitement, and I get it, you know, and, and I'll be honest, there are moments that are exciting. I'm not going to lie on that. You know, you get adrenaline pumping, whatever else there, there are moments during the rescues, blah, blah, but blah. you, yeah, blah, exactly. But all of this stuff, ultimately you can't live, you can't be here on a diet of that. That can't be why you're here because if it is, it's for all the wrong reasons because it's about yourself. It's about your experience, your excitement, your thrill, your ego, whatever it may be. So if there's like Shane says, if it's, if there's any selfishness that's in your motivation for being here and, and assess yourself, be honest with yourself because it's easy to smooth things over and lie even to yourself. Um, just step back. There's no shame in it. Step back and, and move back so that someone else can take your place. Someone else can fill that gap that you're in. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's just like a work relationship. You know, you got to learn how to delegate. Yeah. You know, you got to know what your limits are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we were also going to discuss some of these, uh, some of these protests. Oh shoot! Yes, uh, you you open you open up with that one. You you had you had some good stuff on that. No, because I'm <laughs> an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, like I said, you had some good stuff. <laughs> no, you, you're you're our, you're the eloquent one. I'm the wordy one, is what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. Just like I in and you know it's you know enjoy stepping on stuff and crushing it yeah you what do you what do you always say you are you're the caveman you just jump in and hit it a few times with your cudgel from time yeah. to time yeah, like grunt, pound on my chest, you know, yeah. <laughs> and then hit it with a really big stick <laughs> oh man yeah okay so these um these protests um we were talking about the, the what was it the me too movement yeah, well, it was in relation to that. So this is just to give our listeners a little bit of backstory. So they have a clue what I'm talking about, because no, in, in its when we walk out our doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> the, uh, oh, yes, I am. <laughs> you're going to have a we're going to have people standing outside our house with the uh, pussy hats on, you know, the Trump yeah. protesting thing. <laughs> so anyway, um, the. Uh, at its at its beginning, the the Me Too movement, I understand it, and I applaud the bravery and in, in the initial uh, victims who came forward to to talk about their experiences and so on. Um, so don't misunderstand. There's I'm not getting on that movement per se, but this is what I saw, or actually we both saw, and we commiserated over over the misery that it was. Um, Say what now? Well, this this movement, you know, like you were saying, you know, people were. It was great that they stepped up and they started saying things. And people believed them, and everybody jumped on this. You know? Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go back to what this is about, and then I look, and it's like, um, if a man stepped up and said this and tried to do this, it's going to get swept under the rug a hell of a lot faster. Yeah, no, no media outlet's going to cover that. Right. That's, so. that's just, that's, that's back in that deep dark. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't, it, it's too dark and it doesn't fit their narrative of how they want everyone to believe that things happen. It can't be sensationalized. No. So, no. Okay, I, I added my little yeah, you hit it with a stick. Good job. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. So what got me? And this this was this was actually the start of the week for for me, um, where this all just started accumulating as as I couldn't believe what I was seeing and so much volume and with so much stupidity. Um. Again, this comes down to those those groups of people who misunderstand, and I'm using that term nicely, 
um, exactly what action means, getting involved, doing something, uh, raising awareness. And again, let me preface by saying I understand, again, that not everyone is wired to do the more hands-on stuff. God bless you if you can't do what you can. I'm addressing the group, the majority out there who have the time, the little bit of time to spend from their busy lives, who have the ability to learn, to go to someplace and actually get educated on what goes on, um, who choose instead to redefine what action means by using a mouse and clicking, liking, loving, sharing, hashtagging the hell out of the internet and thinking and touting that they are doing something. Now this particular rally that I saw um, at first, I thought it was an actual physical rally where these people all got together and waved some cardboard signs around and so on upon some little bit further investigation. I found out that they, all they did was get together for a photo. There was never an actual event. They got together as a group and took a photo of themselves and um, the group was what I would describe as um, not quite hippies. And what's the word I'm looking for? Hipster. Hipster. That's what this whole crew looked like. You know, you had beards and nose rings and skinny jeans and flannel and hair tied up on the back of the head that looked like a shirts and, and the beards and stuff don't go back don't go ragging on it yeah <laughs> hey if you're if you can wear a flannel shirt and a beard that's fine but dude don't wear a flannel shirt and a beard and skinny jeans with a vape pen and have a man button yeah well i was just gonna say a dirty bagel on the top of their head a hairy bagel um uh, i was just gonna <laughs> say that that's their partner's saddle horn <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm. That just came out. <laughs> oh, anyway, that that was beautiful. Anyway, uh, so they were all wearing uh some kind of of t-shirt over the top of their flannel and ethically sourced cotton shirts, um with some kind of hashtag on it. And the photo wasn't really that good. So I wasn't able to read all the way across, but I did notice a guy wearing a me too, which is actually the first thing that caught my eye. Uh, why I even read the read and looked at this thing in the first place, but they were also carrying little cardboard signs that had uh, little slogans or hashtags on it. And then reading further this, this, this long story short, this whole, or this whole little group, they called themselves activists. They were taking action. They were holding a rally and really, they were holding a virtual rally. They were holding a little uh, pat each other on the back, poof each other's little man buns, um, and, and just sprinkle stars, stardust, rainbow showers, and, and unicorn farts all over the place. And You know, <laughs> you know though, I mean, the, I mean a, a lot of times, though, logistics just can't. I mean, I listen to me trying to be the devil's advocate. <laughs> Logistics get in the way. I mean, look at us when we did the uh, uh, that slavery issue. Yeah. No, you know? no, I know, I know. But but you understand that that if they could have gotten together to have a photo, if everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
No, it's. And I, I get what you're saying, but just logically, if you can get together with your little groupies to take a photo in matching T-shirts with cardboard cutout signs, you can take the time to hold an actual event. You know, if everybody had to take off some of their, I mean, it's going to take you an hour to get a group photo right in the first place. If you just have a little rally for an hour where you're actually talking to people, um, so on. I mean, that's, you know, it's logically, it's like, okay, so you got together for this great photo op so that you could have something to put on your social media page. I couldn't tell you because anytime we have photo opportunities, it's sunglasses and masks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a photo of me on the internet. It's, yeah, so. Anyway, um, the, um, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, I know. Um, so the whole, the whole situation that, that really just got to me, it wasn't the fact that these were some individuals who had at least some vague idea of wanting to do something. It wasn't the fact that these people had an emotional response to stories that they had read and were wanting to, to vent about it or, or, or lash out uh, no, passive aggressively. Do what? It was just a bandwagon issue. That was it. And, and everything that I saw that this little group had was all just regurgitated material. Nobody had an original thought among them as far as these things went. And I get it. All of these things are things that needed to be dealt with. Okay. The legitimate me too movement. Yes. Okay. Everybody and their mother who's jumping on that because they tried to get ahead in a company and that turned around and didn't work. Huh? Yeah. You know where I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's why I'm leaving that one open for you. But the, you know, everybody who's, done something in their life where they felt somehow physically violated suddenly is jumping on this hashtag me too thing. Well, and that way go to work every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 you just, you understand that it's this whole bandwagon thing. But the thing that killed me was I'm looking at all of these people and I'm like, each one of them has a place that they, that they reside. Each of them has, friends that they go out with um you know well some of them probably spend most of their time in their mom's basement but the whole thing of they have at least something of a life where they come in contact with other people where they're out and about and the fact that your idea of activism is completely internet based is completely social media based where you pat yourselves on the back for doing when you didn't do anything and you talk about how these actions and I say that with quotation marks are ending human trafficking, sexual exploitation. Uh, and then they threw in, you know, gender inequality, sexism, blah, 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 all the rest of the social barf that's going around these days. Um, but you know, the, the, the fact that they were throwing these out there, as this was to them, it was as real as if they had been out, you know, pulling someone out of the gutter as if they had, you know, been serving in a, in a, in a soup kitchen or, or, or uh, a homeless shelter. This was the way that they were viewing it. And, and what hit me was you realize how many organizations today, 
especially awareness organizations. It, it's, it's infected everyone, but especially awareness where they say they're doing something and they never left their home. It took them five minutes to comment, share, like, love, hashtag. And to them, they just helped bring about a better world. And nobody, nobody cares. I mean, your, your friends, your groupies, they do. They know. They, they'll like and share your post, and it'll go around in a lovely kumbaya circle. But you didn't do anything. If you're going to be in awareness, okay, if you're going to do the awareness aspect, and I don't care if it's human trafficking, if it's labor trafficking, if it's sexual exploitation, uh, if it's missing and endangered, I don't care what your facet of this, of this fight is. If you're going to be in awareness in this area, you have to get out and actually make people aware or utilize the training that you've received or you've, you've undergone for yourself to actually see this stuff happening. Because I can be aware of the stars all I want, but if I don't go outside and actually look at them, what, what good is it? I could name every constellation in the sky, but if I don't go out and actually look at those constellations, what have I done? I've created a false reality for myself where I equate knowing something with doing it, and it is not the same thing, not even slightly. And it's, and it's too easy to fall into that trap where people feel like they've done because they spend their day hashtagging, liking, sharing the hell out of the internet with awareness related stuff. They don't fact check their stories. They don't bother to go, to go through and actually find out if it's a genuine human trafficking issue. They get emotions on their sleeves and they respond. That's all they do. There's no actual thought put into this either. They just respond to what they see. And they don't even bother to read the whole article themselves for the most part. They just see the headlines and they have to share it. And to me, who has seen these places, and I have, you know, there's um, the Set Me Free Project. They actually go out and, and talk to people, raise awareness, are in schools, are in your churches, in your community centers. That's awareness, okay? They use the internet as a supplement to that. The internet, it should only ever be a supplement to determine or, or, or to to market awareness as this illusionary digital thing that somehow in some magical way actually helps people in real life. That, that, that just got to me because you understand how much is going on in the world around you and you're in your cubicle or in your office or sitting in your chair with your phone thinking you're changing the world and the world's passing by around you and you're not even looking up to see it. Wow. That's pretty heavy. <laughs> it's, it's, and, and you know, add to that cause I know you, we've talked about this before, but just putting it all into perspective, just this was the beginning of my, my week as far as this goes of, of just having one thing after another and seeing this infection spreading into this whole awareness thing, there won't be any real awareness if this is the way it continues to go because awareness has to be on the street. It has to be action. It has to be you being aware so that you do something, not just so you're aware for the sake of being aware. 
Well, you know, it's, I look at a lot of it too is how much of it is really crying wolf, you know? Yeah. You get people that truly, that truly have their experiences and stories and then you get everybody else. Yeah. You know, and that's always been huge. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just that. It's great when people want to help support things. It's wonderful that they want to get involved. But it, it's, you know, I, we know missing persons organizations in the same way. You know, you get where they just want to sit behind the computer and, and, and share stuff. And it's, you know, then you have the organizations that have divisions that go out and and do grid search. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, we all, we know that everything we do is a double-edged sword. We, we know that. And, and, you know, half the time we're damned for doing the damn thing. Yeah. Both kind of had a little bit of a rough week because we both <laughs> off by things, which actually the little things aren't the little things. Yeah, that's that's what are our triggers, you know. And, and we'll see something where so and so came back because something happened. And, you know, and of course, you're sitting here, well, okay, who, what, why, where, and how, you know, because mm-hmm. we know the devastation that they've caused to others, so then we're sitting there going, why would somebody possibly do that, you know, uh, so there's just so many things out there, and, and you know, all, all we do is talk ourselves, you know, talk till our face turns. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. try very hard to get people involved in some of our conversation. Uh, and that's still a huge struggle. Even when we go out on the social media site to get people involved. And, and very, how often we get somebody that really asks a question. Yeah. You know, yeah, we have had a few more lately, so it's that's been, yeah. you know. But we have to sit there, and it's like you know, we can sit there and tell you know, you'll get people. Like I said this deal with the abuse and, and all this other shit. Um, you know, people will jump all over that, and, and I, I have, and maybe it's because of the way I feel about children. But, you know, you have a lot of these issues where, you know, well, he, he raped me, blah, blah, blah. You know, granted, a rapist is a big piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you, this, this Me Too thing, and I know I'm going to piss off a lot of people. With this. <laughs> but, well, we've already done that. We might as well finish the job. But, you know, you get well, I went with this guy, you know, it's like, well, yeah, because you had it in the back of your head, you know, you knew it was going to help you better your career. 
you know, that's why you were flirting with me. That's why you went here with me. You know, you, common sense tells you something's, you know, everything is tit for tat, no matter what in this world. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I can't say it. But, you know, so, but it's, well, I know, you know, he wanted to take me to dinner, and I knew if I made a good impression, then he, you know, he helped me do this and do this. You know, uh, I mean, you put yourself in the situation. I guess yeah. That's what I'm you know, and like I said, granted, a lot of times you don't. It, shit just happens. But, you know, and, and I'm not going to throw her name out here because I don't want to get that. But, you know, a girl that was jogging down a path and gets attacked is a whole different story. Mm-hmm. And that willingly put on a a, a slinky ass dress with a pair of fucking shoes and <laughs> yeah well um, I saw uh, uh, there was a thing on uh, social media about uh, oh, what was that a, a, a guy acting like a gentleman or something what was that Oh yeah. Oh, that was enough. That was that was also part of the whole thing. Um, That's whole what I'm saying. Thing. What was that? If uh... um, if you act like a lady, he'll act like a gentleman. If you act more like a lady, he'll act more like a gentleman. Was that the actual wording? Uh, it was very close to that. It, it was the ladies. Ladies part was first, and then well, the dudes was reciprocal. You know, and and I'm looking at it, and you know, and coming from the worlds that I've came from, you know, um, if you dress trashy, you're going to get treated trashy. Yeah. You know, and and I don't care who you are, guys like trashy women. <laughs> I don't care who you are. You might say, "Oh, my my, this is what I want," and it's nothing like that. You know. <sighs> like eating a bag of Doritos, you know? I mean, no. You know, everybody wants, you know, what was I, I used to always joke around with about uh, everybody wants uh, June Cleaver in the kitchen and Linda Lovelace in bed. That's it. I mean. Well, there's a, there's a, oh, I can't remember who was, who it was that said it, but it was a, it was a philosopher talking about that very thing. And he called it uh, the dark Venus. Every man has a dark Venus. Someone who's this, uh, the woman who, you know, wears the low cut dress, who's willing to do anything. But, you know, it's, it's that whole concept of like, we've talked before when we've talked about uh, the whole sex worker versus human trafficker, you know, it's that whole thing of, well, she'll do things that my wife won't. Or that I don't want to do to my wife. Right, exactly. You know, she's not the companion. She's this dark Venus that yeah. he keeps, you know. And, and again, guys, we're not talking about the morality of the situation. We're talking about what is. This is just the way life is. Yeah. Well, you know, no matter what, we're part of the animal kingdom. That's the way it is, you know. So, anyway. But like I said, that that's what I noticed is you'll have the one you'll have these people that well, you know, yeah, I had intentions that it could, but you know, or it you know, it didn't. 
You know, I didn't like it where it was going. Like, he had to have known this was happening. Yeah. I, I mean, yep. it, it, it's, it's just that way, you know? It's just like a cult. You know what, you know what, what a, cult, a cult is? You know, if you start seeing things that, that point to that direction, you can always step away. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that it happens all the time because I'm I'm not going to put down anybody that's 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 had any kind of abuse like that. Right. Well, like you I'm, said, you're not you're not talking or excusing the act of rape, but it's that whole thing like we were talking about beforehand. You know, um, right before we came on air. Um, you are not a victim of your own choices. You can never be a victim of your own choices. A victim occurs when you didn't have a choice. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, <laughs> what, what, what was it you said? You made some stupid choices. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you ended up in the situation you were in. Not, yep. You know, and it's not making fun of somebody because they, they made a wrong decision. Right. But it's, how do you consider yourself a victim if you, I, I mean. <laughs> if I go you know, stand in front of an oncoming train and get hit, how am I a victim? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, a chicken with a train knocks itself out, you know. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, you know, it's that thing of touching the stove. You do it once. Oh, shit. You know, yeah, you can feel that heat before you put your hand on it, you yeah. know, and if you're that dumb to keep doing it, you know, and like I said, that's those are the things you see, that right? It's like, well, was it really what they said, you know, right? It's just like when it comes to trafficking issues, when we're, we're you know, when we get our initial intake and we're, we're trying to study them, it's like, is this truly a trafficking? Yep. And how many times it's not? Yeah. No, yeah. we've seen a lot of them where it's well, it's a they're a habitual runaway. Well, why? Yeah, they're leaving for a reason. Yeah, what's going on at home that's making them want to go? You know. Yep. And so you know you got to root get root around and get to the bottom of it, and people. People in this day and age just want to take things for face value. They don't right. want to try to figure out anything. Because the minute they do, then it turns into they can be responsible. You know, That's... It's, it's just like the gun thing, you know. Everybody and their brother is going ape shit about having having a, a permit to carry a firearm. You know, and I'm like, you're getting a permit to carry a weapon. You said it has to be a firearm. Yeah. No permit to carry a weapon. You know, and I tell a lot of them that I run into, it's like, why are you going to do that? Are you really going to pull a trigger and kill somebody? Yeah. Because you got to understand the minute you sign that piece of paper and have that permit, you're responsible. Exactly. They don't think about that or it's, oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Well, you know, those are the people you take the gun from. <laughs> well, and dude, I, I think that that's, 
that actually, I mean, we, we should go into that more in depth on another podcast, but honestly, our society, you look at it, nobody wants, they want to be able to do whatever they want to do and nobody else or they have no responsibility. Everybody else is responsible. Everybody else picks up the check. And I mean, that's the same way with human trafficking. This is why, this is why we take such pains to, to talk about the difference between a true victim and, and someone who's just utilizing the victim craze to get treatment. Um, this is why we say, you are not a victim of your own actions. You know, what you choose to do was your choice. You cannot be a victim for that. Um, or were you an actual sex worker? Yeah. And you're trying to take advantage of the system. Yep. Exactly. And this is, this is a very important distinction because fundamentally, and I'm going to be, go a little bit on a philosophical tangent here but fundamentally freedom the concept of being a free man is only associated with responsibility if you're free you are responsible for your own actions in every respect if you're a slave somebody else can pick up the tab and in today's society we want the benefit of slavery with the title of free man and you can't have both and if we continue to go the way we're going with every, with the entitlement things and the snowflakes and, and everything else, we're going to end up as a nation of slaves, but it's going to be because you chose it because you didn't want the responsibility that comes with being a free man. Being free is hard work. Every day you have to be responsible for yourself. And with the welfare state that we're in, you see people every day who the government's responsible for keeping them fed. Because they're because they're calling the fact that they're a fat pig a disability, when if they just put down the Oreos, they could lose a couple of pounds and go get a job. And so it's all connected, all of it. This is why we have such a huge problem with human trafficking. It all comes back to this idea. And end of day, I, we're not going to make it. I mean, that's just my prediction. But you know doesn't help to point out the obvious, you know, you can still point out there's a hole in a ship while you're going down is the reason. So, but anyway, I digress back to, back to what you were talking about. Well, you know, the guys, you know, the guys from Homeland, they, they coined that phrase of the crimes of power and control. Yeah. You know, and that truly is what it is. Mm-hmm. If you were a victim of a crime of power or control, you know, yep. yeah, that hits the nail on the head. Yep. I like that better than forced fraud and coercion. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make me want to throw up. <laughs> I had to sneak that in there. I had to. Well, like I said, you know, force, force fraud and coercion to me is when you got to go to work every day. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah, so anyway, we'll, uh, you know, it'd be nice, I, I, because we ought to get everything, you know, finalized here, but um, I think it'd be kind of cool if we could get some input from some people, maybe they could come up with a subject for us to bullshit about. Yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of cool if somebody'd have some ideas and we can kind of go over it. 
Yeah. So whoever's out there that might still be listening to our long-winded shit. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are at the 99-minute mark here. So, but, it, you know, we ought to, you know, we'll throw that out there. And we'll put something out on our on our media page that, uh, you know, throw, throw out a comment on a subject for us to, to talk about when it comes to this, whether it's, you know, what it could be something as simple, simple, you know, you want us to, you know, things about Alice. You know? Yeah. If, yep. If it's about, you know, if there's an organization that you, you know, that you've got some questions about that we may have some insight, you know, anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, if you, there's something you saw on the internet that you got questions about, you want us to dig into it, let us know. Yep. You know, like I said, we have no problem with pissing people off. We have no problem trying to get the bottom shit. So. And hey, may, maybe at the very least, they're just entertained by, by, by our back and forth here. So. Yes. Yes. So, anyway, on that note, I'm going to sign off. All right. Uh, you want me to do the closing spiel, or are you going to give it a go? Oh, you can. All right. Like I said, you talk so eloquently. <laughs> uh, well, folks, we do appreciate those of you who are still listening after 101 minutes of of us railing against uh, all of the messed up stuff we see. Um, uh, you guys know, you've heard it before, you've heard us say it many times, but ultimately it does come down to this very simple very simple truth. There are sheep, there are sheep dogs, and there are wolves. And it is time for you to pick your side. <laughs>